0: So this podcast is all about team building, and so I know that you are probably here because you're thinking about hiring or building a team, or maybe you've even started to do so but still have a lot of questions about how to do it the right way. Growing your team is a huge step, even if you're just thinking about it, I applaud you. And also... There are a lot of things that you might not even think about that can be absolutely disastrous for a newly growing company if you don't know that you need to be aware in advance. So I created a guidebook for you. It's called The 10 Pitfalls of Growing a Creative Team, and that's going to help you avoid the things that can wreak havoc on your business if you're not careful. Things that I really wish someone had told me when I first started growing a team. It's a free guidebook, so you can download your copy right now. Just click that link in the top of the episode description, or you can go to slash guidebook That's H-A-N-N-A-H-B-J-O-R-N-D-A-L.com/guidebook. Hi, and thanks for joining me this week on the Everyone Wins podcast. Today I'm talking about what to do when you feel stuck. Do you know what I mean when I say that? It's that feeling that you get when you're not sure what the right next step in your business is. It can be caused by all sorts of things. It can be caused by a feeling that you need to do all the things but you're not sure how to prioritize or maybe disappointment or stress when clients don't seem to be booking or a pandemic causes all your weddings to cancel. Could be caused by a lack of inspiration or the feeling of burnout, needing to make a big decision or a big investment, but feeling afraid to just pull the trigger, not seeing any growth in your business, despite many attempts, lacking skills or expertise in one department of business ownership and not knowing where to get help. Do any of these resonate? What has made you feel stuck in the last several months? because the list is really endless. Those things that I just listed, I've experienced every single one of those at some point. If you've been in business for more than just a minute, you've probably felt stuck before. In general, feeling stuck is the result of a lack of clear direction. When times feel good, you're just the right amount of busy, you're photographing your ideal client's wedding days, you hit a certain number of followers on Instagram or whatever, then a lack of clear direction of focus on an end goal, it doesn't really feel like a problem. In fact, you might even think you've got a clear direction. However, when hard times or bad days come, and we all know that they do, lacking a clear direction can cause this feeling of being stuck. And then it's the snowball effect. We sleep in later each day, we spend way too much time scrolling Instagram, or just hanging out in our inbox. We work, Quote unquote, a 40 hour work week, but we're not really getting much accomplished. In short, our businesses aren't moving forward, and neither are we. Well, my friend, it's time to get you unstuck. Today, I'm sharing four things to do when you're feeling stuck to get you unstuck. Let's dive in. You're listening to Everyone Wins with Hannah Björndahl. I'm Hannah, a creative sales strategist that turned my dream of being a wedding photographer into a six figure company. I'll be honest, I had no idea what I was doing when I started my business. I had never even shot a wedding before, but within a year, I used my background in communication, psychology, and advertising sales to build a full-time career that had completely replaced my nine-to-five income. I truly believe that a great sales process can improve any business, but for us wedding photographers, I think it's the key to success. I also believe that anyone can learn and apply great sales strategies, and that's why I made this podcast. So, are you ready? to apply simple yet life-changing sales strategies to your business, then pour yourself an extra large cup of coffee and let's get started. Okay, I have to confess that I have gone through multiple cycles of feeling stuck just in this last year. Since the pandemic hit in March of 2020, I have been much less disciplined and less focused than I typically am, and it has taken a toll on me and my business. It's not a fun place to be in, and I wondered how many of you are feeling this same way right now. When I stick to my tried and true strategies of business management and overall wellness, I don't get stuck. However, when I get sidetracked by all sorts of things, my strategies start to fall by the wayside and I get stuck. Now, first, let me just say that the past year has been insanely difficult for so many of us. And in a lot of cases, there have been terrible things that are totally out of our control. I want you to know that I am not talking about these things today. If you got sick with COVID or you lost your full-time job because of it, or had to close your business because of cancellations, anything directly related to the pandemic doesn't really apply to what I'm saying today. It just so happens that I'm recording this episode in the midst of a worldwide pandemic, and that has caused a lot of people residually to feel kind of stuck in their businesses. So today I'm specifically sharing tangible ways to get unstuck when you're in a business rut and you feel uncertain of what to do next. These action steps do not cost you anything and are meant to help you live a healthier, more balanced, more fulfilled life, your best life, and also to help you keep moving forward with your business. I've got four ideas for you today, and I'm excited to share these because they've all made a really big difference in my life at one point or another. I'm hoping they can encourage you to get on the right path and start moving forward again if you're currently feeling stuck. So let's start with that list. Number one, establish a morning routine. A morning routine is really as simple as it sounds. It's a routine of habits that you go through each morning to start your day. These habits are generally centered around leading a healthy and balanced life and also help with having the right mental state to start each day. If you didn't already know, I'm pretty passionate about having a morning routine. When I started practicing the same daily habits each morning, my life changed I even made a podcast episode about this. It's episode number 30. It's called The Single Best Thing I Did for My Business and My Life in 2020, and that is not an exaggeration. If you're curious to hear my full explanation of my morning routine and why it made such a big impact, check out that episode. But for now, I'm going to give you a few reasons why this can make such a difference and how you can get started on your own morning routine. So first, the why. Why practice a morning routine each day? Why get up early and do all of these habits to start your day? The reason is the results. A morning routine, while in and of itself can be really enjoyable to practice, at least I think so, it also can result in some major changes in your life. The intentional, mental, physical, and emotional preparation you make for your day by practicing this routine, it's going to allow you to feel more in control of your day more disciplined in your thoughts and actions, and overall more prepared and excited to just get work done. So here are some examples of the results you might and probably will see when you establish and practice a morning routine. First, increase in productivity. Next, improving your confidence, decreasing your forgetfulness. I can definitely use help with this one. Boosting your energy levels, lowering stress, balancing your emotions, This is not an exhaustive list. There are so many positive benefits to a morning routine. When it comes to getting unstuck in your business, I've found that starting my own day consistently in this way has dramatically improved my focus and motivation. I'm excited and ready to start work each and every day. My brain is awake and so is my body. I feel healthy and strong. And a little added bonus is that I start work earlier, meaning that I can finish work earlier. So what does a morning routine include? How do you create one? Well, ultimately, the specifics are up to you. However, here are a few of my suggestions. First of all, get up early. Morning routines do not work if you're not sitting down to work until like 11 a.m. You never want to feel rushed and you definitely don't want to feel that the routine is taking up your work time or else you're just going to not do it. So get up earlier than you're used to and possibly earlier than what is comfortable Over time, your body will adjust to being tired a little bit earlier in the evening, and I think we could all use a reason not to watch one more Netflix episode. (laughs) I don't know if that's just me. The bottom line is getting up early is difficult, and it's definitely not fun when you're doing it for the first time in a long time. As creative entrepreneurs, we have the flexibility to not always need to wake up super early, but when I made this change in my life to just get up really early each day and start my day, I actually saw a positive relationship between my emotional levels and my energy levels. I had more energy even though I was waking up earlier and I'm going to tell you more about that as we go on. So the second thing to do as you're establishing a morning routine is to get moving physically. That means exercise. Get your heart rate up and sweat a little bit and do this every single day as a part of your routine. Now this is not a fitness podcast. I'm definitely not a pro when it comes to fitness and honestly i keep my routine pretty simple when it comes to working out my basic principle is to mix cardio with strength some days i will go for a run or do a hit workout other days i'll do yoga and sometimes it's just 25 to 30 minutes other days i'll commit over an hour to that i never plan for more time than i actually have to give to that workout and i don't get caught up in the details the bottom line is i just get moving The next thing you want to think about in your morning routine is to get into the right headspace. This is your opportunity to prepare yourself mentally and emotionally for the day. It's amazing that most of us start our day in a bit of a frenzy, not being at all intentional about our thoughts or emotions. Can you relate to me at all on that? Before I had a morning routine, I was like waking up, scrolling on my phone for a half hour. I had no consistency in when I woke up and I just wasn't living my day with intention. If you want to have a good day, if you want to not be stuck, you need to prepare mentally and emotionally for each and every day. So what does this actually look like? You can pray, read, meditate, journal, set your intentions for the day. These are actually all things that I do. Clear out your mind, think, write, and prepare. This is also something that you definitely don't want to rush. So wake up as early as you need to, to be able to do this. Finally, when you are ready to sit down at your desk for work, the last step of your morning routine should be to set your work hours. And this is actually not necessarily something that you should be doing on a daily basis, although if your work hours tend to fluctuate because of your clients or the nature of your work, then this is a good thing. But when you're finally ready to begin your day, set your work hours with intention. You should also set weekly hours, knowing how many maximum hours you want to work in a week. And then practice that work-life balance on a daily basis with diligence. So in conclusion, if you don't already have a morning routine, definitely consider how you can make this a regular practice. If you've never, ever done this before, the best place to start is with a small commitment for a short amount of time. In other words, just try it out. You don't need to commit to forever. Commit to maybe one month, 30 days of doing a morning routine before work each day and just see what happens. Okay, so let's move on to number two. Number two, my second tip for you is get clear on where you're headed. Do you know at a very high level exactly where your business is headed and why? Have you thought intentionally about this, about what you want to accomplish this year, about what your big goals are, about exactly how you're going to accomplish those goals? And do these answers align with your larger vision for your life, what you really want out of life? I can pretty much guarantee that you're going to feel stuck if you don't have a clear idea about where you and your business are headed. So you need to formulate a clear and strategic plan for your business. Doesn't need to be overly complex or detailed, just the basics. Ask yourself at the end of this year, what does success look like for me? Am I actively working towards this success? The answers to both of those questions should be crystal clear. I want to emphasize here the importance of not putting too much on your plate. The answer to the question that I just mentioned should really boil down to two or three big overarching themes or accomplishments maximum. Something we all need to hear is that we can't do it all. You know this, right? You've heard this many times, but are we actually practicing that? I know that sometimes I try to do it all and I always find myself stuck when I start trying to do all the things. However, that doesn't mean that we can't do some of those things, right? If you really drill down and consider what is most important, you can focus all of your energy towards that overarching thing. I think a lot of people get hung up here because they aren't sure what to choose. That's the essence of being stuck, right? That's what this whole episode is talking about. Not being able to prioritize and work towards the most important thing. So the best place to start, in my opinion, is with developing a vision for your life and for your business. In these last two months of the podcast, I have mentioned vision in almost every episode. It's that time of year, you guys, we are thinking about big picture business planning, and it has got to start with your vision for your business and for your life. If you're new to the podcast, or you haven't already completed my vision casting workbook, it's free. And this is probably the best place you can start if you're feeling stuck and uncertain of how to get unstuck. This is like putting a pair of glasses on your business. What used to be kind of fuzzy looking ahead will become much more clear. You can find that workbook at hannahbjorndalcom slash vision2020. And you can also listen to my episode all about vision casting if you want to hear a little bit more. That's episode number 40. So number two, get clear on where you are headed if you want to get unstuck. Next, number three. Number three is focus on one thing at a time. So I hinted at this in the last one, but being singularly minded is a really effective way to get unstuck and actually get some stuff done. I get it, I myself am a multitasker and I also have ADHD, so the thought of working on just one thing, especially for an extended period of time, is honestly frightening and it's very difficult for me to do. However, when I need to get something done, the very best thing I can do for myself is down a giant cup of coffee, turn off all distractions, and spend a few hours or a full day of uninterrupted time working towards that one big thing. When you focus on one thing at a time, you are able to get it done much more quickly, dedicate more creative effort to it, and ensure that it actually reaches completion. But there are a few different categories of tasks within our business, right? We've got the day-to-day stuff, handling clients, emailing, sending out finished work, administrative things. These are the things that don't necessarily need to be all done one after the other in a singular manner. More on that in a second. Then we have the bigger projects, the tasks that take more concentrated brain power and effort, the tasks that on a larger scale move our business forward and help us accomplish our big goals. When I say to focus on just one thing at a time, these are the things that you want to focus all your energy and attention to for longer stretches of time. In general, you need to create time in your schedule to work on these bigger things uninterrupted. Block scheduling your days can be a really effective way to segment your work and put dedicated time towards those bigger tasks. And what I mean by block scheduling is blocking off full hours of time in your schedule where you turn off all distractions and just work on one project. And for all those little day to day tasks within your business that I mentioned before, you can also block off administrative time or client time for these categories. They don't need to be so divided down into the minutia of answering emails from clients for this hour and doing this. Although you can do that. Some people are really successful at doing that way as well. So the most important thing here is being thoughtful and intentional with the time you have in any given workday. We all can get stuck in the day-to-day and probably fill an entire work week with these little things if we let ourselves. This very often leads to getting stuck. You're not putting your heart and mind towards a challenging goal that's pushing your business forward and as a result, you flounder. So think about how you can focus on one thing at a time to maximize your creative effort and get unstuck. So finally, number four, number four is to have grace for yourself. I know that saying give yourself grace has started to become like a cliche, and I honestly think that's a shame because the combination of being a small business owner and a creative person is like the perfect storm for being way too hard on yourself. You don't have a boss to tell you good job, right? We're our own bosses. Getting praise or a pat on the back for saying job well done, at best, we get that from a review from a client. So I'm going to guess if you're like me, you're probably way too critical of your creative work and it might seem sometimes like there's never a clear stopping point to what you could be working on, which makes it feel like we never really finish a work day. Does that sound familiar? I am a person that is very hard on herself way too often and of this list that I shared today, this number four is definitely the one that I personally struggle with the most. There's an overload of educational resources on the market right now, in the wedding industry, in the creative field, even podcasts. I'm guessing you probably have several podcasts that you're subscribed to, right? All of this business advice, which can often double as self-help, can sometimes be pretty weighty in and of itself. So here's the deal. I just gave you three ideas for how to get unstuck. If you don't try any of them, I want you to know that that's okay relax. The purpose of these ideas is not to make you feel like you just added three more things to your to-do list. That's actually the opposite intent. You don't have to be perfect and you don't have to try each and every idea that comes your way. Slow down and give yourself some grace. Running your own business is really hard and no one is perfect. Even if it seems like others have it all together, you would be amazed at how many of my podcast episodes contain information that after I'm done recording, I say, "Hmm, I really need to get in a habit of doing that again. If you're feeling overwhelmed by all of the information, if you have information overload from all the different education that's available out there and you find yourself constantly spinning, constantly thinking of new ideas that you need to do, your task list is like super, super long, then here's my advice to you. Take a break from education. Take a break from the podcasts, Take a break from any courses that you're taking free or paid. Take a break from everything and stop and consider What do I really want from my business and my life? Just start there. Taking a break from educational resources, from social media, from all of that can be really healthy for the soul and it can also help you start to get unstuck. So I highly recommend that if you haven't tried that before. Ultimately, I am here for you. I would love to answer your questions, follow-up questions to this episode or others, and hear more about your own business. You can send me a DM on Instagram at Bjorndal or email me at info at hannahbjorndal.com. I would really love to hear from you. For those of you who are really wanting to be intentional about your business strategy but feel stuck about where to even start... I would love to work with you. Now, you might be laughing and thinking this sounds very counterintuitive to what I just said about consuming education. Let me tell you a little bit more about working with me one-on-one. I have a hybrid business coaching and mentorship program where I work one-on-one with small business owners to get clear on your why for your life and your business and to get clear on your business strategy. I'm also a mentor, so I'm here to answer any and all questions you have about the creative industry, about the wedding industry or wedding photography. But primarily, what I want to do is get you in a place where you're not stuck anymore so that you can be singularly focused on what's most important and continue to move your business forward. Now, this is not a good fit for everyone. You might be one of those people listening. You already know where you're headed. You just need to cut out all of the educational resources and the things that are distracting you and work hard towards your goals. Or you might be someone who pretty consistently is floundering in their business with a lot of indecision and not knowing where to go next. This is an ideal time to work one-on-one with a business owner that has gone before you to help you get in a place where your business is on the right track. If you're interested in learning more about if this is a good fit for you, shoot me a message info at hannabjorndahl.com with the subject line coach. We'll set up time for a quick discovery call just to see if it's a good fit and then we'll go from there. If you love this podcast and you haven't left me a review yet, please do so as soon as the episode ends. And of course, make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Everyone Wins. I hope you learned something new that you can take to your own business and apply right away. I am all about flipping traditional sales on its head and creating an amazing and unforgettable client experience. It brings me so much joy to share this information with you and see how you apply it. Thanks again for joining me this week, and I hope I'll see you next week.